Wow, I kind of stopped that way, way, way too abruptly. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, Big Joe and Carl Careful here on the JNK podcast. Uh, How you doing, guys? What up? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. man, that was terrible. I, I, I totally didn't mean to uh, just press the stop button there. Was, oh. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Well, that's what you get when, uh, you know, JNK podcast uh, records... And doesn't edit. I know, right? It just because stuff just happens. It does, and I would rather it that way. Everything mm-hmm. raw. Yep. So, uh, what's going on, Big Joe? So, uh, there's been wrestling has been pretty interesting. You know, uh, the WWE side of things here. Um, Where I've been kind of most excited watching uh, the WWE right now it has not been the main roster stuff. I don't know about you, but as of late. Like Raw, SmackDown, not really, uh, you know, getting my motor running. Well then, good sir, tell me, what is it that you have been fancying lately? <laughs> Mainly uh, NXT and really the uh, this UK uh, thing that they got going on right now. Yeah, that, w- that all happened last night. Um, mm-hmm. They did the UK, um, not championship, but they did just a UK... Uh, show yes. essentially they uh, did it over there they brought it back to us they brought it back to us here live um i mean things were good everything went off without a hitch there was no problems with the uh video no problems with the audio everything seemed good mm-hmm. and it was just a phenomenal show yeah it, my only uh, a couple of maybe slight kind of complaints are that, that the first match off there on the lackluster side um, you know, no, no real, you know, th- you know, with this kind of thing, it just, it just felt like just two wrestlers having a match, no real context, uh, you know, some minor kind of, kind of weird stuff happening in the ring, but, uh, the rest of the card, uh, really, really good. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I thoroughly enjoyed, especially the, uh, the match with that Pete Dunn and... Give me his name, come on. I'm thinking of it, I'm trying to think of it. He's the champion. No. No, are you sure? No, that that uh, wasn't the match I was talking about. I'm talking okay. about I was talking about Pete Dunn <laughs> versus it's like it was the number one contender match, right? Yes, so, it was. Yeah, was oh. it Wolfgang? Oh, uh, see, I was thinking of uh, pre- must have been a previous one. Yeah, it was. Um, well, because the 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 title match was with uh, Tyler Bate and uh, uh, Mark Andrews. Was it a uh, man? Wow, I'm <laughs> Mark Andrews. Ball. Mark Andrews. I'm dropping the ball with the names. Or who was known as Mandrews. Yeah. Mandrews, and then yeah. we had the uh, the number one contender ma- contender match with uh, Pete Dunne and um, the Mustache Mountain guy there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of his name. I just can't think of his name. Oh, that's all you need to know. Mustache Mountain. Yes. That's and it. Uh, and once once again, I mean that that uh, Pete Dunne kid. I mean, uh, just uh, continues to to wow me with just his natural ability. To be just an old school wrestling heel. Probably one of the best right mm-hmm. now when it comes to just absolutely everything. His in-ring work, his persona that he's got going on, and his mic skills. Very, very happy with his mic skills. Which we got to see a little bit of it at the end of it. They did a nice setup leading up to you know, what's going to happen actually tonight and um and whatnot but uh and his in ring work stuff like uh, you know really kind of sitting in and really watching him work in the ring very uh, what's uh, the kind of wrestler term i could kind of use to describe it, it works very very snug and very tight with the other the other guy <laughs> let's yes. put it that way yep and but by that meaning you know not uh, um 
you know, too much distance between the, the two. Like, you know, working very, very tight and, and making things look very, very believable. Very. The, yeah, the entire match looked very believable. Yeah, and just some... Like, I mean, just if you once you are talking about just go and watch the match, if you subscribe to the WWE Network, uh, go watch that, uh, that uh, UK show that they did there. And uh, I think you'll be quite impressed with that match. And the main main event, uh, Tyler Bate and uh, Mark Andrews, they're very good, too. Uh, a couple spots, uh, I was getting kind of worried. I was like, oh, and, but then, you know, they picked it up. You know, uh, uh, Bate, you know, really kind of already at like 20 years old, like like an in-ring general. I, I get that impression. Yes, because I think that that match had had the potential there at one point to kind of dip a little bit there, and it's like he then he was like, "Come on, dude, like let's go." It was like second wind just kicked in, yeah, and he was just gone again. And then they really stepped it up, and it was rather impressive. It was. It turned out to be really, really good, and we're going to see more of that tonight with the the NXT takeover tonight. Yes, looking forward to to, to watching that one. So, oh, me too. It happens. Uh, what we're looking about forty minutes away now. About forty minutes away, so yeah. we'll definitely be. Uh, uh, watching that, and then uh, next time we do a Turnbuckle Talk, you know, we'll uh, definitely mention whatever happens if there's anything like really, really noteworthy to talk about. So, which I think there's going to be. I think there's going to be. Yep. You know, and with NXT as well. I mean, like I said at the beginning here, I find myself uh, just a lot more kind of excited about what's going on in, excuse me, in NXT in the in the UK uh, uh, Championship. There, it just it, it I mean, just feels kind of fresh. With that, I mean, I don't know if maybe that's the best expression to use there, but it, it, everything just feels kind of exciting and kind of new because there's some talent that we, have, we don't see like constantly. It just it feels like something kind of new and cool and just exciting to watch. That's the impression that I kind of get. And I think it's really because it's something that we really don't get to see a lot of. Mm-hmm. We don't get to see a lot of these guys that are that are in the UK doing their their thing over there. So it makes it like you say fresh yeah. and almost new to us again. So I think it's really just perfect the way that they've been doing things right now with NXT and with um, the UK stuff. Because NXT, even unless you have the WWE Network, you're not getting to see NXT. No. So it keeps it nice and uh, fresh and new. Would you agree that it almost has a very kind of independent wrestling kind of feel? uh, Which? With the uh, the NXT and uh, the UK Championship? NXT for a while, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's becoming a lot more main mm-hmm. roster kind of yep. um, show going towards it now. Um, the UK show that happened last night, though, yes, it had a very, very high intense indie feel to mm-hmm. it. Now, the reason why I kind of went in that direction a little bit before we get into talking a little about a bit about uh, um, the backlash coming up. Uh, this Sunday, I want to go to uh, independent wrestling for a little bit because there's actually uh, just recently just uh, found a video with uh, you know the impression that it's, it's actually from uh, Terry Funk. I yep. mean, legendary person in the business. If you're a fan of true fan of wrestling, I mean, you're well aware of this man. Uh, this is basically uh, a little bit, uh, clip here. It's a, a couple minutes long, and uh, basically his opinion on uh, the the professional wrestling product uh, for the independents versus. The bigger the companies. Big so yep. we'll, uh, we'll play this and hopefully this will work. And uh, we will uh, see his opinion on independent professional wrestling. Wrestling has changed so much since I first got into the profession. 
Some of us have been able to survive through it. Some of us haven't. I think that the product that is put out by the independents is a, is a wonderful product. It's almost an unknown product. And I know that around the world, though, it's catching on and catching on like fire. Splat! Now looking for that Hulk splash, and he gets all of that one. Six, one, two, three. There's guys that are their own bosses and in control of their own destiny. And it's taken place in Japan. It's taken place in Germany. It's taken place all the way around the world. It's taken place in Mexico. And it's taken place in America here. Independent wrestlers around this country are becoming more and more popular because of their in-the-ring ability and their in-the-ring ability to entertain you. And that is the most important thing about an independent wrestler is being able to entertain that guy that is giving his hard-earned cash and paying it at that ticket counter and walking through that door. And he wants something special and they give it to him. I think that that's the most important thing that is being done right now in this country. It's not WWE, it's not WAW and WCW, what it is. It's a bunch of guys that have gotten themselves a ring, set it up in an arena somewhere, and produced a wrestling show out of love. Not money, out of love. So pretty interesting there. Um, some some words there from the legendary legendary Terry Funk, Terry Funk uh, basically saying you know that uh, uh, to, to kind of sum it up. Uh, I mean I don't want to do any kind of injustice of what he said there, but to, I guess maybe to kind of sum it up, him basically saying that he uh, he feels that uh, independent wrestling is a lot more entertaining, um, you know, to the um, to the, the true wrestling fan. You know, and mainly because of you know the in the in ring workability of these uh, these independent wrestlers, and really kind of doing it, um, you know, like him say, not for the money, but to really kind of entertain the people. And that's for a lot of indie wrestlers. That's exactly what it is. Um, being somebody who was in the independents, I can mm -hmm. tell you that that's exactly what it was. I would go out there. Every time that I had a show that I was booked on, mm -hmm. and I would give absolutely everything in that ring. And to be honest with you, nine times out of ten, mm -hmm. I didn't even get a pay. No. So, I mean, that's that's what it was. It was just a love for the business and a love for professional wrestling that allowed me to say it's okay that I only got 20 bucks. It's yeah. okay that I only got 50 bucks. And when I say 9 times out of 10 I didn't get paid, I'm meaning I didn't get paid what some other people got paid. Mm -hmm. I always got 15, 20 bucks here and there, whatever, right? Yep. But most of the time I did it just because I knew I had a love for that. You know, and this goes back, you know, with us, you know, we mentioned before, you know, we have been fans of this since, you know, we were just little guys, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, going back to, you know, being like less than 10 years old and, you know, all through all this time, it's just it's something that, uh, 
you know, just we just obviously, you know, and we doing us doing this podcast. I mean, obviously, it's something that you know that we, you know, it's been an important part of our lives for the majority of our lives. Yes, right? and you got to actually live it out in the ring, and that's something that I'll always kind of be jealous for. You know, that I, I didn't get a chance to, but uh, that, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, to, to be doing this kind of stuff, I mean, you have to have a passion for it, you know, especially getting into that ring. And like you said, you know, working for very little pay, you, you're doing it because you love to do it. And the money is just kind of, not so much maybe an afterthought might not be the best way to put it, but, you know, it, it's not the most important thing you're doing. It's because it's something that you just, you're passionate and you love doing. That's right. Right. So, so I would definitely, uh, you know, agree with, uh, with that. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, independent wrestling out there, some of the stuff you need to check out. If you're, if you're just a WWE fan... And you need to do yourself a favor and kind of widen your scope a little bit. And go check out some New Japan Pro Wrestling. Go check out uh, House of Glory. Go check out some Ring of Honor. Uh, you know, some TNA. And, you know, I think as a wrestling fan, you know, you become even more so a wrestling fan when you get to see just the variety of stuff here. It's, WWE isn't the only available channel. No. There's so many other possibilities, right? So, And I think for, for somebody who wants to actually go out there and kind of see uh, something different than the WWE... Um, I mean, it's it's out there no matter where you look. And I mean, you can ju- you can go to Google, you you can go to YouTube, and you can ask, you know, or, or type in there, independent professional wrestling. And just to give you a quick little example, and and I'm kind of doing a name throw out right now, mm-hmm. but there's there's another you know there's a vlogger out there. His name is Adam the Woo. Mm-hmm. Adam the Woo during WrestleMania was down there. He was in Orlando. And he actually went in to and watched a professional wrestling match, an independent show. (coughs) At that indie show, he took a little video of what was going on. And to be honest with you, some of that stuff that was going on at that little indie show was better than some of the stuff on WrestleMania. So do yourself a service and really go check out independent professional wrestling. Yeah, there's so much of it out there that uh, you know, I think kind of go, gets overlooked by you know the just your your traditional kind of WWE fan that seems to think that that's all that there is. You know, like I said, oh my God, like there's just, there's so much variety out there. You know, if you have different tastes in wrestling, if you like the really really hardcore wrestling, you have like CZW and some of these other companies. If you like just straight up, you know, good professional wrestling without you know much storyline, you have like New Japan, Ring of Honor. I mean, uh, there's really uh, almost like um, like with music, there's like a little bit of it out there for different tastes that people have when it comes yeah. to professional wrestling, right? So, you know, do yourself a favor, like I said, and go check out some of this other stuff, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Oh, I yes. assure you. So, uh, but to uh, kind of for our last uh, half of this uh, episode here, we're going to talk about the WWE. WWE, the big company, because of course they are the uh, the main one that you know, tends to make all the news. Uh, we will talk about the upcoming pay per view this uh, Sunday, and it is a. Well, do you want to talk pay-per-view. about that one, or do you want to talk about the one happening tonight? I wish quickly we first. A little bit, uh, you know, a few of the main ones, uh, a few main matches coming up for tonight. The the one that stands up immediately to me, of course, we've already talked about uh, these two guys, Tyler Bate against P. Dunn. Mm-hmm. Not the main event has potential to steal the show, potential to steal this entire weekend. Yes. Because, I mean, it's just, watching both of these guys work, it is a just a, a rivalry that's just perfectly matched. 
It is. Like, these two, um, I'm sure, have been working together for quite a while over mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, they know their, they know each other so well that this just has the potential to be, like, a Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels type of caliber match. I'm thinking this exact same thing. It, yeah. just, it has that potential. You have Tyler Bate. You have you, you, your, your, your good traditional baby face. You have, you have Pete Dunne. Just, Dunn. A, just a, a natural... Uh, in-ring worker and, and bad guy. I mean, you know, we were watching the other night, and I just that for me his defining moment in this in the company of WWE was when he uh, when they were all kind of standing there in the line and going after one of the guys, and then Regal kind of holding him. I was like, right there, okay. He whether that was planned, whether he just decided to do that, that that was like his defining moment. And I saw that I was like, okay, this kid is going to do something in this company in some. Capacity, he's 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 going to have some staying power. Yeah, if that they legitimized know, him. If, if you know, and we're to talk about WWE here, of course. So, you know, as long as they don't squander and do something wrong, because they have something. They have there's so much potential. This kid, he's young. He's yes. been around for a long time. So if they do the right thing with him, I mean, wow. Yeah. The, so I, the sky's the limit. Yeah. So now that we've talked about those two, and I think maybe what we'll do is um, kind of. You know, just kind of let, let everybody know what the other ones are and maybe give our predictions on it. So mm-hmm. you go ahead. First one, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne. Yes. Who do you think is going to win? I really hope that they uh, that they put the title on him let him run for it for, for a little bit. I think that will just, you know, just fully legitimize what they've done to build him up to this point. I agree. Yeah. Um, so next uh, match I think is worth uh, bringing up. Uh, an interesting one for a few different reasons. Uh, the women's uh, NXT title match with Asuka and Nikki Cross and Ruby Wright. Yes. So an interesting match up there. Uh, I mean, I think, we, I think we've made it pretty obvious that you know we've been pretty critical of of Asuka. You know, I just um, she's the, just the the kind of wrestler that just you know there's not a whole lot there in like kind of every aspect of what she does. You know, whether it's the, the talking, whether it's the in-ring work, which is, I mean, it, it's just there's so much left there to be desired. And I think, you know, you know, there's a lot of hype with her coming in and it just, it just, and you actually mentioned something that I wasn't even aware of. Supposedly she's broken Goldberg's undefeated streak. That's, even that's something that. that I, that I've heard. Yeah. I heard right. that, that, that she is now, um, undefeated, uh, longer or he's, she's had more matches that she has won so undefeated longer than yes oscar just made the list list. yeah wow um yeah i mean that's i don't know what more to say about that yeah i'm I'm hoping that uh, it will finally uh, change hands and that uh, you know they'll give maybe um you know, uh, Nikki Cross or Ruby Riot to let her let one of those two run with the title for a little while, and uh, and see how it goes. You know, put it on a uh, on one of those two. I mean, uh, you know, you got a heel and you got a good uh, a good guy there, so to speak. Obviously, it's not a guy, but uh, you know, you have a good choice between I think either of those two. You know, lots of experience in the business. I mean, um, I'd be happy with either of those two winning it over Oscar. I would be as well. And just to give people kind of a quick little, um, insight into kind of things that we know and find out sometimes, um, the original plan for this was to be a fatal four way, which was going to include Ember moon. Um, Ember moon be got injured and original plans to my understanding was that Ember moon was supposed to, um, get the title tonight. 
So it'll be interesting to see now whether they decide to, in time, give it to Ember Moon when she comes back and leave it on Asuka, or whether they're going to decide to go with somebody else. So We shall see on that one. Like I said, uh, kind of getting tired of seeing her with the belt. Let's get some, some fresh, uh, you know, fresh blood in there and see how it goes. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I would say. So next up, we've got uh, Authors of Pain versus DIY. Doing this match yet again. Uh, but this time in a ladder a little bit of match. Uh, the old ladder match, right? Yeah. Um, the thing with, with this match, uh, when these with these guys, I mean, you have a huge size mismatch. And it, it makes it kind of hard to pull off some stuff sometimes. I know it's, you know, when you, when you have the big guy versus the small guy, you know. Sometimes it can, and I think that's probably why they've decided let's make a ladder match, mm-hmm. right? Because now it's kind of almost playing even field. playing field, right? Yep. So, so it, I see them. Uh, I, I see DIY taking the belts tonight. Yep. And if not, I say let Gargano and Champa kind of go back to being singles wrestlers. If, if they're if they're not going to go with them as champs, get those guys back to singles wrestling. You know where I think that. Uh, Especially Johnny uh, Gargano, especially shines when it comes to one-on-one matches. So yes, nothing, nothing against them when it comes to tag team wrestling. You know they're they're just as good as, as anybody else out there. But uh, especially Johnny, I mean, that just uh, you look at some of the independent stuff that he's done. I mean, like Jeff, Jeff Jarrett that we uh, had an interview with, uh, you know, not too long ago. Uh, I mean, he just you know tears the roof off the, the house like every time he, yeah. match. He, he puts so much energy into it and, and really likes to entertain the fans so I would honestly like to see him get back to singles wrestling to be perfectly honest with you alright so we'll see uh, if I had to pick a winner between those two I, I think that's uh, probably not going to change hands alright okay, fair enough no, I don't think it's going to so next match but uh, the main event with Mr. Bobby Roode, the glorious Bobby Roode, against Mr. Hideo Itami. Yes. Getting a title shot, uh, kind of... Out of nowhere. Surprising. Yeah. I mean, the the reason behind is, I think, uh, again, you know, the Booker and me, um, kind of thinking that, uh, you know, he's had, uh, you know, been very, very injury-prone since coming over to the WWE, and uh, I think that, uh, you know, them kind of giving him a title shot, giving a push that he was initially supposed to get... But then obviously he was not able to because of this whole injury thing. And then they played it up as like a backstage injury. Turning he was actually legitimately injured. Uh, you just look at a picture of him and you can see the big scar going up his shoulder. So, um, so yeah. I mean, um, when it, this match, I mean, I don't really know what to think. I haven't gotten to see a lot of Tommy in the ring. So I'm looking forward to actually seeing him kind of work a flaw match. Because I think I've only seen a couple. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm interested, interested to see... Um, I personally don't think that it's going to change hands at all. Nope, I don't either. You know, I think uh, Bobby still has a bit of a run to, to go in NXT here. And so, you know, it's for another few months at the very least. Yep. If not a little bit longer. Um, you know, as we mentioned, uh, somebody who's uh, probably very influential backstage, especially with uh, kind of developing the the, uh, the talent with you know the backstage kind of demeanor, you know, even with uh, his approach to, I mean... I, I pointed it out to you, and you're like, "Hey, he does this every time, you know, the the wiping the feet in, yes, before stepping into the ring, you know, the sign of, you know, the real kind of professional, professional wrestler that, uh, you know, the respect for the ring. Right? Yep, so exactly, right. So interesting uh, to see how that uh, kind of pans out with these guys. So, 
If I had to do a pick, I would say probably more than likely Bobby Roode retaining that NXT championship. There we go. Yes. So there's our quick, well, what I wanted to actually be quick <laughs> didn't turn out to be so quick, well, we'll but see. our uh, predictions on yes. NXT tonight. So now we move on and we're going to talk about the pay-per-view that is happening tomorrow, SmackDown pay-per-view. We're looking at Backlash. <coughs> Backlash, yes. Uh, so things kicking off, <laughs> literally, with the kickoff match with uh, Ty Dillinger against Aiden English. Yes. Still, he's still in there, right? He is still in there. He's still in there. Um, so interesting uh, to see. I mean, a kickoff match. I mean, uh, if I had to do a pick, Ty Dillinger probably on that one. I know that they're still... Uh, obviously, I think he's the one that they're probably going to start to push in quite a bit. And I mean, it's we all know this this whole 10 thing is, is yeah. still going. So uh, likely that he will... Uh, you know, probably get the the winner on that one. I would yep. think. I figure so as well. They're still so. big on ties, so yes. Give them the ten, ten, mm-hmm. ten. Um, an interesting match here that I think uh, you know could potentially maybe not steal the show, but could, could be interesting to watch. Uh, I, I would say probably more so if there's some kind of you know stipulation, maybe like an extreme rules match or something. I could have been even better with this. Uh, former uh, White family members Luke Harper and Eric Rowan against yeah. each other. So. This, I mean, two big men going into the ring um, has the potential to be a very good show. Yep. And uh, kind of a 50-50 toss-up on that one. Um, I know Harper's, you know, gotten over the crowd pretty well. So, likely that, you know, they'll probably go with him. I know they're trying to turn him into a good guy now, so. For that reason alone, <coughs> Luke Harper. Yep. Uh, next up, Sami Zayn against Baron Corbin, um, two former NXT guys, mm-hmm. right? Um, just a, a straight up a match by the looks of it. Uh, doesn't seem to be any stipulation with that match. Nope. Um, a couple uh, guys that um, done some stuff since coming up to the main <laughs> roster. I mean, uh, you know, Sami Zayn, unfortunately, you know, kind of getting buried so far, which is very, very unfortunate. I, I feel like he's really underutilized. Uh, Baron Corbin, guy who has he's, he's one of those guys that I just I don't quite know what to really kind of think with him, and I, that seems to be the case with uh, you know, the bookers and the, uh, the people backstage, just not really knowing how to really work this guy. Yeah, Baron it's, Corbin, it's very true, and I mean, like, it's like one of those in between guys. He is, unfortunately. I mean, he has <coughs> he has the potential to be absolutely huge. I mean, he comes out in this like rustic biker looking attire and like badass kind of thing but they don't really use him that way which is unfortunate very unfortunate so really kind of a toss-up match if if i you know had to uh to absolutely make a pick i would hope maybe Sami Zayn, just uh to kind of be different yeah Smaller guy getting over the, uh, the bigger guy, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm pretty sure Baron Corbin. You think Baron Corbin? So Baron Corbin. They're yeah. on opposite sides on that one. Uh, next up, uh, these kind of matches can be good, but are often not. True. Right? So we have a six-woman tag team match with uh, SmackDown. Why they're not doing a, a title match in the, on this paper, I have no idea, but... Um, SmackDown champion Naomi, who we mentioned, who's actually had kind of like a real resurgence in her career, like uh, kind of in no person's land there for quite a while. You know, kind of rebranding her a little bit. I mean, and she's done 
very, very well. Very well. Yes, I've, I've been quite happy with, uh, you know, and she's getting better in the ring too, by the way. And then we have, uh, so we have, so we have her, Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. Yes. So they seemingly wanted to uh, try and make Charlotte a, uh, a, a, a face. A face now, kind of out of nowhere, which is a little, a little strange. Uh, so they have uh, those three against what they're calling the Welcoming Committee, um, which is uh, with Natalia, Carmella, and the hardly ever used anymore Tamina Snuka. That's right. All being accompanied by <laughs> the incomparable, the one, the only, the no chin wonder, James oh Ellsworth. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm still not. I mean, I, I just think that they've gone way, way too long with him. I don't think they have. I don't think they've used him enough. Yeah. I don't. Know. I'm an Ellsworth man. I know you. Are. I, I, I'm. You know. Would you get the shirt? I would. If no. they, if they have, I should. I should get the shirt that says <laughs> I'm a James Ellsworth guy. Hundred percent legit. I mean, you know, I, I like the idea, you know, that, uh, you know, just a guy that's you know, kind of come up out of nowhere to make some noise. But, I mean, just I just feel like, you know, especially putting him in, in the Rumble this, this past time, you know, I just felt like, you know, they could have, you know, gone with somebody else. Oh, yeah, so who do you think's winning this? I don't know. Welcoming <laughs> committee. If I you think welcoming committee, uh, for me, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those ones where it's, it's not that I don't care. It's that I just really don't care. Okay. So Joe doesn't care, and <laughs> I say the welcoming committee. Next match. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship match with the Usos, the current defending champions, versus Breezango. Should we explain who those two are for those who aren't aware? Tyler Breeze and Fandango. 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 Or Fandango. Fandango. Uh, what is... I mean, this one is kind of one of those ones that's just kind of like, eh? Fandango. That's how it's done. Yeah. Fandango. A guy that was, you know, one of... A guy who Vince was putting so much push behind. Mm-hmm. Kind of often oblivion now. And yeah, Tyler Breeze, who worked his ass off in NXT, kind of to the main roster, and it was just like, yeah. And they kind of took these two and made them... They're now calling them the fashion police, right? So they're making them these, like, almost... I don't even know how to describe them. They're just flamboyant guys that are going out there wearing frilly stuff and, you know, frilly boots and taking a selfie stick out that's all wrapped in a boa and, you know, like... Tyler Breeze was called the Prince Pretty. They just haven't done you know, enough it, with it. If they're going to go yeah. down, they should have gone right over the top. They should have, but, but they, they just, didn't. It just it feels very kind of just... You're only like putting like half of an effort into it. You know, the writing team and whatnot, so it's... Uh, I mean, um, I pers- excuse me, personally, I think uh, probably Uso is probably to retain. Oh, yeah, they're going to. So, um, so we got to kind of go through these next ones fairly quickly here, unfortunately. Uh, the United States... Championship match with Kevin Owens against AJ Styles. Okay, AJ Styles. Yep, I think um, probably I gotta go with Kevin Owens retaining the title. Okay, AJ oh, Styles. Would have liked to have seen some kind of stipulation in that match, 
We'll see. Uh, you know, potential. I mean, you know, those two guys um, always have an opportunity to steal the show. So that's true. AJ Styles. Now, another. I think a real kind of standout match in, in this uh, whole thing here: Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. And they really need to make mm. this a huge matchup. Yes. Because they've been pushing Shinsuke Nakamura. This is his debut coming on to the main pay-per-view roster, mm-hmm. stuff like this. So they really need to ensure that this is a... And I, I, I don't want to sound punished here, but they need to make sure that this is a 10 match. And, you know, this, like you're saying, this is Shinsuke's uh, first uh, time being on pay-per-view. And you know, for some WWE fans, maybe who are maybe only the only kind of pay-per-view type, this is be their uh, first exposure to him. So, you know, uh, going to be the first impression there. And so hopefully, you know, under the pressure, you know, the King of Strong style will, uh, you know, put on a hell of a match, you know, similar to what he did with uh, Sami Zayn when he debuted through this whole thing here. Yes, but please don't call him the King of Strong Style anymore. No? Why? He doesn't want to be known as the King of Strong Style. What does he want to be known as? Anything but the King of Strong Style, and that is for another episode. Okay. Main event match. Main event. WWE champion Randy Orton. Yes. Versus Jinder Mahal. What? Don't hinder my gender now. Really? <laughs> I think that's... Jinder uh, Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Who'd have thought that, that uh, you know, looking, you know, back a couple of years that we'd be seeing this guy in a main event match? Never would have thought Let that. alone for the WWE Championship. Exactly. Come quite a long ways with him. You know, I mean, and just looking at him, like, he's, like, just, like, a different looking... <coughs> Roids. God. <laughs> Roids. <coughs> that's, uh... You know, I don't know if it is or not, so don't start jumping down my throat. But it's it's, it's a it, it's a pretty it, alarming and shocking change. It is. That's happened quickly. Huge. Like within three yeah. four months, he went from being toned to Just now jacked. you see like veins everywhere. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's almost that kind of, type of jack. It's almost like kind of like not good looking. No. So that's kind of maybe the best way to put it, but uh, it looks uh, just kind of weird. It just looks like your your veins are going to explode. It looks like Bane from like a Batman comic book or something. Oh, You know, yes. it's like uh, veins popping out. It looks like you're going to burst a freaking blood vessel or something, you know? it's um, So, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, they'll probably do like a, a quick kind of swap with the title. Who knows? I'm thinking so as well. I honestly, I do. I think that they're really going to give the the belt here to Jinder Mahal, yeah. even if it's just for a couple days until the next airing of SmackDown. Yeah, that's how I have a feeling it is going to go too. So, but so, we will we will see. That yeah. happens actually tomorrow. tomorrow. So those of you that are listening to us, mm-hmm. you know, on Saturday. Then yeah, it'll be tomorrow for those that are listening yep. to us at any other time. It may have already happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but anyways, we thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. Yes, and out of these two ones that you know we were kind of previewing, I would say I'm definitely more excited um, for the uh, NXT one tonight as opposed to SmackDown. Was, uh, there were quite a few matches as we're kind of going through the SmackDown one here. It's kind of like, yeah. You know, yeah, it, it it feels like a, it's gonna be like a longer episode of SmackDown. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, which is unfortunate, especially for those paying for these pay per views. You know, 
you know, to the tune of like eighty, what, like eighty bucks now. No, you're looking probably sixty. Still sixty bucks, you know, for for this level of uh, of a card here. Pretty weak for the, the sixty bucks is worth it. Come on. I don't know. I would uh, argue against that, I think. but um, well, we can argue on another show. Absolutely. So we will uh, kind of get close to wrapping things up here. So I think a, a good way to kind of wrap up uh, this episode here, as we usually do with some music here, uh, this past week here, a very, very uh, sad, kind of unfortunate thing happening and, you know, kind of breaking away from uh, wrestling here, uh, happening in the music industry this week. And, uh, of course, we're talking, in case you've been living under a rock, you don't know what's going on, uh, a lead singer of uh, Soundgarden and a former lead singer of Audio Slave. Uh, Mr. Chris Cornell um, dying uh, just a couple days ago, and the official <laughs> cause of death a uh, suicide by hanging. As who of right now, thought who or who kind of figured that you know, that that could happen? I mean, it just seemed like this guy. I mean, just uh, kind of always kind of just. I don't know. I'm still kind of uh, kind of at a loss for words to kind of describe the whole thing. It really didn't seem like there was anything kind of going wrong. No, but no. I mean, unfortunately, that's that's I mean, just kind of the way that things happen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that he did actually, you know, kind of suffer from from you know, depression and and different things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he he battled, you know, many demons when it came to uh, addictions. Yep. Um, so it's hard it's hard to know what was really going through his head or even at this point really what even happened mm-hmm. right but i mean from us here anyways we you know offer our condolences yeah. to his family and hope that you know this little song that we've decided to use and play for him tonight will yeah. actually do a little bit of justice for yeah because, I mean, you know, Soundgarden, especially, I mean, uh, growing up as a kid, you know, both of us as kids in the 90s, I mean, uh, a, a band, you know, that was uh, pretty influential for, you know, for uh, I will say, you know, at least for me personally, um, you know, uh, that whole grunge 90s thing, I mean, they were definitely a part of, and yeah. some really good stuff there, and going back and kind of listening to kind of these, uh, uh, the lyrics in some of these songs, you can almost kind of, cause I know a lot of his songs are going to get kind of dissected now for all this kind of stuff. But uh, some of it, uh, some some kind of dark stuff in there. But uh, I think this song is uh, kind of more appropriate to uh, to kind of end things off here in a, a little bit of a Chris Cornell uh, tribute. Here we go with some Soundgarden, "Burden in My Hands." We will see you guys next time on the JNK podcast. Ciao.